Yo. 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 Welcome to the kind of sleepy show. Right? I'm David. You sound awfully tired. I'm David. I'm David. <laughs> I'm David. You're not David. You are David. What? David, why are you talking to yourself? I don't know. I do not know. <laughs> no, it would have been the kind of sleepy show on Sunday night if we would have recorded. You know how much sleep I got from Sunday night to this morning? How much? Well, I was only up for 10 hours. <laughs> wow. You yeah. fucking crashed. <laughs> I did. I did crash. <laughs> Jeez. And in that time, I saw Lucy and Guardians for a third time. <laughs> so wait, what time did you finally go to bed on Sunday? Uh, about 8, okay. 8.30. So you went and dropped it off of them? Yeah. And then we all went to Red Lion and ate. And... I thought he wanted bees. Huh? I thought he wanted bees pull boy. Oh, yeah. Um, He did, and then he switched it and was like, oh, let's go to uh, that, uh, La, La Margarita. And they had a... 50 minute wait jeez. So we were just like Well this is right here Right next door Let's just go to Red Lion Yeah and He's like alright Sounds good Good choice Good yeah. choice Good food It is good food So yeah That's uh I, I slept A lot Very nice Very nice Yep I'm proud of that <laughs> I was tired People have no idea What we're talking about We We did a film For the 48 hour film festival Yep which I would give you guys all the details, but it's no use because this won't be up until next week after the screening. So, yeah, so it goes. <laughs> Not that any of you would go anyway. <laughs> I, just, I like how angry you sound toward the whoever listens. To this. <laughs> right, I know, right. What well, well, good are you? <laughs> they don't interact. How do we know they even exist besides the numbers? <laughs> You're all just a bunch of digits to us. I know, right? We want some interaction. And some of you look really round because you're eights. Yeah. Or O's. <laughs> well, eights implies a body shape of some kind. Oh, fair enough. I thought you were going like to make a bad joke eight. about how seven, eight, nine. No, no. I'm, no. Fair enough. Anyways, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to cue the music. Okay, hit the button. Yeah, people are probably like, thank God. What the fuck are they on? <laughs> right? I, I wish. <laughs> I wish we were, but we're not. So. You don't want me. I, 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 I'm not a talker. <laughs> no, you're, you're a cuddler. <laughs> I really wish we would have done that before you had a kiss chance. That was... Was that your gay test? Did you write that in? They're like, all right, I'm questioning my own sexuality. No. We're going to write this in. I know I have to kiss him. And then when that moment came, <laughs> you you're, you were so excited. Your lip was trembling. And no, you're, just like, you're just like, oh, God, uh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Oh, oh, that wasn't that wasn't as good as what I thought it was going to be. Well, hell, no, no, I, 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 I tried to hold still for it. But as soon as I, like, I, I felt his like skinny little lip. In between mine, I was like, ah! <laughs> ah! And ruined the take. And ruined the take. And twice, because it was just like, ah! <laughs> so he wants to do it again. He wants, to re- he wants to reshoot the kiss and get a nice close-up of it, too. I think I'm good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, David and uh, Chance Kiss in our latest short film. So when that's online, I'll let you guys know. I'm going to do some stuff to it, tweak it, make it longer. 
All that well, jazz. Not going to make the kiss longer. Because if you make the kiss longer, then you catch my shoulder lurch as my body's like, yeah! <laughs> you, also, you also get to see David fapping it, so. Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> and then, oh uh, yeah, just enjoy that when it's online. You'll, <laughs> I find it funny. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. We're going to hit the music. Yeah, like David I said, I specifically two, asked two for my ago. O face. Yeah, I did. I did. And the, the face I got was a lot better. <laughs> so. <laughs> we're going to hit stop. There we go. between yeah so currently we're waiting for andrew to arrive so we're gonna save our guardians talk until he gets here yeah he will be here and then you guys have to share a microphone because i don't feel like cooking the others up okay um so yeah uh me and david seen a couple other movies though that um andrew hasn't seen Uh, like this evening we saw one of the uh special screenings for uh dragon ball z battle of gods i think is what it was called battle of the gods yes it may have just been of gods. Of gods, battle yeah. of gods. Yeah. Oh, maybe. No. Oh. But yeah, um, they it was like a special what was it, like twenty twentieth anniversary, twenty fifth anniversary, something for like that. For Funimation. Yeah. Well, for Funimation, but I think even for Dragon Ball Z, it was an anniversary for some reason. That's why they did the movie. Oh yeah. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. And uh, I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, me too. It made yeah. me really want more Dragon Ball. <laughs> but yeah, it was kind of interesting because you know I, I sort of. I don't remember the movies for DBZ being any good, really. Um, so I was kind of, I don't know, surprised at how much I enjoyed those. Yeah. Um, I thought the, the, the fight scenes were especially gorgeous. Oh, no, I, just... I loved the the mix of techniques, of animation styles. It was mm. added a new level to the, the fighting, you know, really yeah. did. Because they used 3D modeling for the environments and basically had 2D characters like flying through buildings and stuff, and it it, it was a really nice touch. Um, another thing I was sort of impressed with is how much I actually liked the the antagonist. Yeah, he wasn't your average Dragon Ball Z bad guy. Yeah, at all. He, was, he wasn't really that bad. Even though he was, he's like the god of destruction. Yeah. That, like he's supposedly the most powerful being in the universe because he's sort of the equivalent of the Kai's. It's just that he destroys shit like every fifty years. He's the he's the bad Kai. Yeah, his trainer is the bad guy. His trainer is the bad guy. That's he, what I got. Well, he made it sound like his trainer came from another one of those uh, twelve dimensions he mentioned. Which do you think they would ever follow up on that? Oh. Be sweet. How much longer can Goku's hair grow? <laughs> I don't know. Well, this is this, luckily enough. This takes place in a, a gap of time. To well, where I don't I don't count GT 
Okay. <laughs> I, I like GT. I don't have any issues with GT. I never watched it. <laughs> At all? No. Why not? Because it wasn't, had nothing to do with what Toriyama did. He had so nothing to do with it's that. It's still enjoyable. I can't believe you haven't watched it. Because I didn't care. Wow. <laughs> it was just one of those things where I didn't really hear a lot of good things about it. And it was the animation company just kind of forcing more of the, the same thing without him even wanting to do it. Hmm. Uh, it was just, I don't know. I, I didn't really see it. And besides, Super Saiyan 4 looked fucking retarded. I, I, I don't agree with that. <laughs> it looks stupid. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it had nothing, nothing of, it didn't look like the other Super Saiyans. It just looked different. It was like a being different. It just looked yeah. odd to me. Yeah, whatever. But, um, so yeah, um, I, I also, uh, you know, enjoyed how funny it actually was. Like, yeah, uh, there's it was a, pretty funny. There, there's a big section of the movie where the, the, the bad guys just, Sitting there enjoying Bulma's birthday party eating food. <laughs> <laughs> and Vegeta's running around panicked because he's the only one that knows who the guy is mm-hmm. and, you know, how temperamental he can be. So he's like, I know I can't beat this guy. He's going to potentially destroy the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to keep him happy. And even goes so as far to do a very odd dance up on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Um, one thing I liked about it was the fact that even though, uh, well, it's an anniversary film, it definitely took that into consideration and showed you characters that haven't been seen in mm-hmm. ages, like Emperor Pilaf or Vegeta's father, who was only seen a couple times throughout the entire series. Mm-hmm. And uh, You know, I wasn't sure who he was talking about with Vegeta's long-lost brother. Yeah, that... they brought that up. I was I had no idea what that was about. Yeah, I didn't heard about that either. So that's new mm. to me. Yeah, same here. I don't remember that at all. But uh, plus, it was in one of the other movies. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it was really funny seeing Pilaf. Uh, that came out of nowhere. Yeah, but it, 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 the only annoying thing about Pilaf is his voice. It's a little grating. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I think it's a point. Well, yeah, it's just it's like. It's almost too grating. Yeah. You're kind of like, oh, just shut up already. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I liked one thing I liked about him. They added enough there to where, okay, he's seriously been continuing his search for the Dragon Balls ever since, and <laughs> and having miss wishes and mm-hmm. things that have gone wrong. I, just the normal peel off stuff that you remember, and it's just kind of like, yeah, he's still up to it. That's funny. <laughs> Kind of funny that nobody actually recognized him. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. so worthless at this point that nobody's just. <laughs> They're just kind of like, wait, who is it? What? <laughs> yeah, hmm. How long has it been since it's probably been about twenty years or so in like series time? Yeah, in series time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Gohan's an adult and <laughs> married and having a kid, having a kid, which I thought was a nice touch. Yeah. And as soon as the 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 guide dude for the destroyer. Yeah. Brought up the number. I was like, oh, that's why they brought up she was pregnant. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I thought they were doing that just to be cute. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was cute. Yeah. And I also think, just from a, a, a writing standpoint, there was at least, uh, it, it may have not come off as clumsy as it did in the dub to a certain degree, but like when yeah, uh, the Destroyer and Goku are talking about his pride and how that's 
sort of his downfall and stuff. Mm-hmm. And even, I don't know, using Vegeta as an example of how he overcame his pride. It was like they, they did try to actually sort of do an emotional story to a certain degree. Yeah. <laughs> well, Still not the deepest movie in the world. No, 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 by no means. <laughs> Especially for an hour and 15 minutes yeah. or whatever it was. But there were a lot of moments that I really enjoyed. Uh, one for one being when uh, Bulma smacked. When the mm-hmm. destroyer knocks Bulma down and Vegeta gets super pissed and is like, that's my woman. Yeah, he actually says that's my Bulma. <laughs> like it's a lot more sincere than just being like that's my woman. <laughs> He's like that's my Bulma. <laughs> I was just like, oh. Yeah, you never actually see them like each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> except for there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was that was a good time. You know, I, I liked having more of the the goat and trunks relationship. Mm. That was a lot of fun. I missed that. <laughs> I liked the, the the bad guys spanked them. Yeah, <laughs> that was fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it was fun. Um, if you get an opportunity to watch it, I highly recommend it. Yeah, yeah. It, made, it made me feel like a teenager again. Like mm-hmm. that fourteen-year-old me was giddy in my chair. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of awesome to see the the theater sold out. Which yeah, I wasn't expecting it at all. Yeah. Well, uh, that's the main reason Andrew isn't with us now, because he had to go watch uh, another movie because he waited to buy his ticket until he got there and sold out. Mm-hmm. Which is a good sign. You know, I'm kind of surprised previous Fathom events, if they've sold out, they've put it on another screen if it was possible, so it must not have been possible. Mm-hmm. No, they got a couple more showings this week. Oh, do they? Yeah. I think they've at least got one more tomorrow. Oh, nice. I know some theaters are showing it throughout like the entire week. Oh, nice. But. Well, if anyone wants to see it, I'll recommend it. I'll tell them that it's playing all week. Yeah. That's neat. Mm. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, you know, I, I feel like they set a lot of stuff up in in it for there to possibly be more direct sequels movie-wise to it as well. Yeah. I think it made enough money i think it did pretty well last year because it was actually it's actually been out in japan for a year yeah um hmm. so fingers crossed i would love to see more um let's see uh the other movie we saw that andrew hasn't seen yet is let's be cops which was awesome yes we went to a pre-screening of that last week mm-hmm. so like two and a half weeks before it opens so can't really go into too much detail, I don't think. But considering by the time this comes out, the movie still won't be out. Mm. Yeah, it, it was. If you like action comedies from the '80s, you'll probably really like this. Yes, because it's definitely a a that sort of writing style, mm-hmm. like in the sense that there's some racial stereotyping, <laughs> 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 and there's only one female speaking part well okay well you got the main love interest yeah you've got the woman who's trying to throw herself all over the one guy yeah i think that's about it (laughs) probably (laughs) no the sorority sisters oh yeah it's just well it's just women are not the focus yeah (laughs) by any means no and, and even like the 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 biggest part is kind of the two Half there. The, yeah, the two with the, <laughs> the biggest or the most amount of lines are there for sexual 
Yeah, or love love interest yeah. stuff, and you're kind of like they're 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 not fully fleshed out characters. No. And, and like the weird makeup angle they're trying to push on her and stuff. And another thing that really made me think of the '80s was the whole like video game uh, bit like. That was that could not have been a realistic portrayal of how any of that works. Yeah, right. <laughs> because uh, uh, um, Damon Wayne Jr. is uh, Chow or Chang. 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 <laughs> yeah, Chang. He works at a video game designer place for like the last ten years, and he's trying to get a game approved, but you know, nobody, none of his bosses will listen to him, and so forth. And it's just uh, the way they portray that is kind of like. It's a bit over the top. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. It, it, this is not this is not Twenty Two Jump Street. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it was probably just as funny though. I uh, Twenty Two Jump Street has more depth to it. Yeah, yeah. Let's be cops. I was we both were just laughing our asses off the entire time. Yeah, but I still I, I respect Twenty Two Jump Street more. <laughs> Probably, probably because it was just film, yeah. it, it, it was in on the joke, so yeah. it was yeah. Um, yeah, I, I guess I just have a thing for metatextual stuff. Uh, well, I think Andrew's now here, so I, we might want to wrap it up. Okay. Um, I highly recommend seeing Let's Be Cops when it yeah. comes out in August thirteenth. It's definitely a buddy movie. I recommend mm. seeing it with a buddy because <laughs> it's a buddy film. Like they, uh, they are definitely the highlight of the film. And it's a it's a good it's a good duo. Which I mean, if you like New Girl, I mean, it's half the cast of New Girl. So there you go. Highly recommend it. And Andrew's here, so we're gonna we're gonna take a minute here and get Open our refreshed. <laughs> Some grapefruit jungle. Yeah, a lot of them. Uh, the Big Ten, uh, big red, big red liquors on. Uh, right across the street from Showplace. Oh, really? Oh, there's like nice. ten in the fridge. I was like, Wow, <laughs> sweet. All right, we're gonna pause real quick to get settled in, guys. <laughs> Get up off of that thing. Oh, damn it. I hit record again, and I was hoping you guys would continue. Well, continue being awesome? Duh, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. So, Andrew just got out of the movie. Whatever. Yep. Andrew, what do you see? Uh, get on up the James Brown bio. And? It's solid. Like, uh, I, I think it could have, you know, trimmed some stuff, because uh, it's two and a half hours. I forgot to check into that earlier. I got... Hefe. Yeah. Some are original. Why do you think I bought two six packs? Oh, I'm trying to get the, the other badge. Yeah, uh, yeah, for the that's ten. right. Uh, but it's good. Like, you know, it shows that, you know, he's, he's was kind of a prick. You know, he's a wife beater. Uh, they don't show him hitting his wife on screen, but, you know, it's like they don't shy away from that. Like, you know, other biopsies might, you know, gloss over some of the more sorted uh, elements of the past. Uh, it's a, it's an interesting structure because it uh, it's not totally, it's sort of a nonlinear fashion for the most part. Uh, hmm. Like, it starts off with uh, the incident where he uh, br- uh, br- brought a shotgun to a meeting uh, and shot a hole in the roof, uh, well, ceiling, rather, because uh, somebody had used it in that building had used his private bathroom, which had his, one of his gold records up, and that led to a uh, police chase. <laughs> and, you know, it, like, uh, it's interesting. Like, it covers various eras, you know. I, I think, like, with a lot of those biopics, I, I think one of the faults are, I mean, it's happens by nature, but it doesn't really give a context for what else is going on in pop, the pop music then. You have, you, you kind of uh, feel uh, removed from what else is going on. Like, I felt that way about uh, Walk the Line, uh, mm-hmm. where, like, where it almost makes them seem like they're, they're 
they're bigger uh, figures in the pop culture landscape than they were at the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. where they almost it almost feels like they're the only thing going on. But I mean, <laughs> I mean that's you know I mean that's the nature of you know a bio. I hear they get his manager pretty wrong in it too, but I don't, oh, I can't Dan Aykroyd, yeah. Yeah, I really don't know much about, you know, his manager and all that stuff. And I, I know he signed to King Records in Cincinnati. And mm-hmm. and I, I, one thing I, I was disappointed by, I mean, I wish they had, because, uh, like, uh, it's like late 60s, early 70s, uh, his band uh, revolts because you know, he, he's uh, having tax issues. Hmm. And, uh, you know, his, they have, his band money's haven't been paid, so uh, they uh, they say, you know, pay us or we walk, and they do. Oh, wow. And, uh you know, Parliament Funkadelic? Mm-hmm. Bootsy Collins. Mm. That's how Bootsy Collins kind of got his start. Oh, alright. So, that, you know, he, I, I, uh, when he said, when he said Bootsy, I did a little fist pump in the theater because I thought, maybe we'll get to see a little bit of Bootsy, like, <laughs> he's a non-speaking role if he's no. in it at all. Gotcha. That's, that's too bad. But, you know, it's good, uh, I'm bl- drawing a blank on the, the actor's name who played, uh, James Brown, but, uh, you know, he's great at... He was also, uh, Jackie Jack Robinson. Robinson and... yeah, he's very charismatic, uh... Yeah, I, I was wondering what famous black person will really be playing next. <laughs> James Baldwin, maybe that would be kind of cool, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, another movie that me and Andrew uh, saw that you haven't. Uh, Andrew and I both saw Lucy. Eh, eh. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing much I can really say about it. If Chance was here, he would be all over it. He, for some reason, really enjoyed it, but I, I didn't think it had enough substance to keep me entertained. It's like, only an hour and a half. It, feel, it was really fucking short. No, no it, climax. It, it felt longer than what? Like I, I was like, all right, was this thing gonna fucking end yet? Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's some cool stuff. Like, like there's uh, some cool uh, stuff uh, early on the film, interspersing like nature shots with uh, uh, Charlotte Johansson, you know, kind of you know uh, foreshadowing uh, what's gonna happen. And, and yeah, there's one where she's kind of getting into a trap. Right at the beginning of the movie, it's in her cutting with like a a cheetah hunting down its prey. Okay. Yeah, it's it's, it's a, definitely I mean, odd. You know, it's it's oddball because you know with uh, this director slash writer, you know, <laughs> uh, District Thirteen, uh, Leon the Professional, mm-hmm. Fifth Element. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's a good pedigree, but it's, I mean, I, I was already you know kind of down on this movie from the get go because I know uh, that whole oh we only use like ten yeah. percent of our I think it's been debunked over and over. Uh, yeah. But you know, it's yeah. I, you know, and as much as we talk bad about it, it does have some some good things. Scarlett yeah. Johansson was great. Wish they would have given her more to do. <laughs> I think she powered up way too quickly, hmm. which kind of took away from everything because she almost all the all the awesome action stuffs at the beginning. Huh. Yeah. It, there's really a lot like a like you know once she gets to the hospital and has the bag removed, then you know the air kind of uh, slowly leaks out of the film. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. And she, yeah, it's just uh, something was missing. There was no climax. It just kind of ended. It might like have, it, could, maybe you could have used another pass through the uh, through the editing or writing room. Maybe hell, I think it could have used an extra half hour. <laughs> you know, it didn't make me think at all. And which that's what Chance would argue. He can't stop talking about it. Evidently, made him think quite a bit, but hmm. didn't do anything for me. I mean, you know, I guess it does raise some issue uh, questions about like you know. Uh, what would uh, omnipotence uh, do uh, mm-hmm. to a human being? That type of stuff, and you know, it's you know, it's pretty much anything. You know, it's fun, like a uh, monthly Marvel comic. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, it was I just... mean, this motherfucker's getting that type of shit like every fucking month, and then uh, 
uh, Spider-Man or the Avengers had to clean their shit up. <laughs> but, it's like, I was like, oh, I just cleaned this up. Can we not uh, make a mess for like five minutes? <laughs> right. Uh, I'm glad it did well. I'm glad Scarlett Johansson was able to make a successful leading film just in case she can ever get a Black Widow movie by herself. Yeah, hopefully this makes somebody at Disney. Uh, from what I've heard, like I, I, I think I saw some headlines that like with the way Guardians did that like they're, they're, it's definitely more likely. Yeah. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which gets us into our next topic because with Guardians doing as well as it did, ninety-four million dollars opening weekend, ninety-six percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes last I saw. Yeah, another yeah. another eleven mil on Monday, highest uh, Monday box office minus the holiday. Uh yeah, so I mean it's doing fantastically well, a hell of a lot better than I would have thought it would have done. Honestly, yeah. I was expecting it. The you know, like tracking said about sixty million or so, like so sixty-five to seventy-five. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it fucking it blew, blew up. They better than uh, Thor: The Dark World. Hell, even the even the soundtrack was the highest uh, selling like album this past week as well, which mm-hmm. is incredible. Yeah, it, I mean, it's a that's a fantastic movie. It, I mean, I, I was thinking about it, and I think it's Marvel's best like franchise opener since Iron Man. Yeah, I can agree with that. Now, would you count the Avengers as no. a franchise? No. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> that's a sequel to everything. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> that's like Godfather Part Two, basically. <laughs> <laughs> like in terms of superhero film, yeah. I guess. <laughs> like where you know builds off the. Uh, Excellence of what's come before. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it was just it was a hell of a lot of fun. I mean, I I, I was thinking about. It. I feel like it was like the funniest movie I've seen this year. Really? I don't know. It's just I laughed a hell of a lot throughout it. Yeah. There's so. Many I, I've you know I, you say that and I've seen quite a few comedies with you this year. Yeah. Which I feel like you laughed a whole lot more at. I don't know. It's just I I that's what I felt like when I left the yeah. movie theater. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, God, that was. It was fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Chris Pratt is fucking great in this. Oh, yeah. Well, he's great in everything. Well, yeah. It's just that... Uh, More like Chris <laughs> Pratt fall, right? Am I right? <laughs> it was just, you know, straight from the beginning, once they finished with the Indiana Jones mon- like uh, <laughs> homage, and he breaks out the, t- the tape, and he just starts dancing uh, <laughs> below the credits. Mm-hmm. It, it was he was awesome, you know, grabbing the animals and singing it. Yeah. And stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, he he was great. <laughs> and, and, and it's not just him being funny. It was like I, I I was really happy that he wasn't like just the brooding, like, uh, grim, uh, loner uh, type thing. Or no, not like it, like in the trailers when he puts up his hands and stuff mm-hmm. and he's giving up. He looks like sort of he, he looks. I want to say schlubby or more, it, not badass, but like at the end of that scene where he's like, fuck this. And he pulls out his blaster mm-hmm. and shoots everybody and escapes. You're kind of like, oh, he's a fucking badass, too. <laughs> <laughs> he's basically Han Solo. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. It's basically uh, uh, Indiana Jones in space. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is exactly what James Gunn was going for. He, he said he was trying to make, you know... Uh, the same kind of action movie you got like from back in the 80s and yeah. stuff where it was just pure fun there they you didn't need any of the you know grim greedy gritty stuff you're talking about it was... and I, I think what like uh i think his background working for trauma definitely helps like uh 
Like, because uh, one of the problems with a lot of these films, like, you know, the Star Wars prequels come to mind, uh, everything kind of feels like, you know, uh, you know, like you're held, like, at arm's distance a little bit, you know, might be the nature of, you know, uh, using, you know, all digital set, you know, like digital set, I mean, mm. they, I know they had, like, some practical stuff, but, you know, mm. this felt like, you know, it, it reminded me of the first uh, Star Wars film released, uh, you know, it's uh, this lived-in world, and, mm. you know, uh, some nice world building, uh you just like you know, glance around. You can kind of uh, pick up on stuff, and you know, think, okay, this is how they do things. Well, hell, even in that opening scene mm-hmm. where he's going through the 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 remnants of that town, you know, they're just all right. That alone, okay, you see this hologram of the town of when it was in its prime, and now it's wreckage. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's world building alone. Um, and hell, in that they even have a. a horse-faced skeleton, which instantly brings Beta Ray Bill to mind, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's definitely a bit of world-building to the, the greater Marvel Universe. And, like, uh... And the name of the planet's named after the first Kree king or whatever. And one thing that's, you know, cool about this is, like, you know, sometimes with these types of movies, like, there's almost a winking to the audience yet. Yeah, we know this is, like, you know, it's like, uh... They're holding it at a distance, like, you know, uh... They kind of, uh... They're pushing it ironically, like, you know, it's like, mm. you know, this is kind of silly, but, you know, just go along with it. But this is like, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, yeah, it's goofy, but, you know, this is fun. Come on and yeah. thanks for a ride. Yeah. It, it, I, it doesn't feel like it, it's, it's, it doesn't feel like it's smirking at us, uh, mm-hmm. that it's more intelligent than the audience. Mm-hmm. And I think that comes down to the characters to a certain degree, because mm-hmm. none of the characters do any of the winking. None of the lead characters do anything like that. They're, they're, they feel like fleshed out beings. Like, even... There's some great emotional beats, like with Rocket, uh, mm-hmm. uh, like, uh, this, I, I kind of view this as, like, one of the grace notes of the film, uh, I, I, find it, I, I find it really moving both times, uh, the scene on, uh, the Dark Aster, where, uh, Groot, uh, unleashes, like, the little, uh, mm-hmm. the seeds that mm-hmm. light up, uh, mm-hmm. like, the, the way the score works and the way it's shot, you know, I just... Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. It's a nice, you know, little, uh, breaking the action, yeah. Not not quite on the same level, but uh, comes to mind, you know, the the scene in uh, Children of Men where they the fighting all stops. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like uh, I don't know, Drax, Drax, like even from the the, the seventeen minute preview mm-hmm. we saw, I was a little afraid about about yeah. him to a certain degree, but like actually seeing him in the movie and like. That was a tremendous acting job by Dave Bautista. I agree, and, and you know, an amazing writing job. Like this, uh, the first time I saw it, like uh, he comes off a little wooden, like in the first couple scenes, because you don't you don't know what like you know what mm-hmm. Drax is supposed to be, and then like you know mm-hmm. when you realize, okay, you know he he takes everything literally, <laughs> <laughs> and then like watching it again, like oh, this is hilarious from the get go. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I and I. I, I love the way he sort of fits into the group eventually. Like even like when they're doing their powwow before when they're trying to figure out what the hell their plan actually is, and he he straight up just says, "I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention." <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like yeah, it's it's funny yeah, that like, you know uh, Peter Quill out of the mall should be, be like the fish out of water. Yeah. Uh, but you know he's been raised raised in this, and it's really Drax is the fish out of water because he's completely uh, oblivious to. Social custom slang. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I find well uh, the first time I didn't understand what he said. The second time I, I finally caught it when he's uh, 
killing one of uh, uh, Ronan's henchmen. Oh yeah, uh, Cor- Korath, I think, when he rips the... Mm-hmm. He's like, finger across throat means death! <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking great. <laughs> I do. I was kind of disappointed that they killed Korath, uh, because... Well, he didn't really have a lot to do. No, no, I, I mean, I don't know, I just like the actor who plays him, and... Uh, mm. It would be kind of cool, like, uh, him being, like, a boss hog type of character for the Duke boys of the... <laughs> yeah. And uh, I just love that moment. Star-Lord. Yes. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I do have to say, like, uh, I, I think the movie's... I want to say, actually, just one weakness is that it's sort of in the same manner as in Thor The Dark World, the villains aren't really exactly fleshed out. Yeah. Even though I definitely caught in the second viewing, Ronan is definitely you know, a terrorist. Like you, like yeah. when he's talking about like killing the you know, the Zandarian culture, like he's you know, attacking that. It was it, it just lent itself like a major. That's the sort of enemy he is. Yeah. And you get an idea of his past role as like the accuser, mm-hmm. like you know. There's a couple lines where, especially when he's passing judgment on the uh, Nova Corps member. It's like a, that's like a, I, I was reading up on Ronan because I didn't know much about him. And mm-hmm. uh, from what I gathered, uh, at least in the comics, like accuser is like a honorific, like a rank for uh, mm-hmm. Kree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I don't know. There's definitely more there, but I still don't think he's the greatest villain. Mm-hmm. And and I do think like you know another minor complaint like. Uh, this is like for a lot of the Marvel films. It's just kind of the nature of what they're building towards, like with mm. Infinity Gauntlet. Like it's the plot, you know, always seems to boils down to uh, one-dimensional villain uh, fights uh, a group of ragtag heroes or ragtag hero over mm. uh, MacGuffin. Yeah, David was actually talking about that in the way. Yeah, um, somebody on Entertainment Weekly uh, put up an article saying the Guardians of the Galaxy is the Avengers again. <laughs> I mean, it's still a lot of fun, but it's the Avengers again. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I really did like uh, Nebula, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that they didn't kill her off. Uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting. Hopefully, like maybe they'll delve. Well, I hope. I certainly hope they delve into her more. Yeah, I mean, why? Why wouldn't they? They chose to keep her alive. I mean, it only makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's that's my only complaint with the Marvel films. I mean, I understand why because uh, it you know, helps uh, nap, uh, wrap things up neatly. Uh. Well, I feel like Marvel does a better job of keeping villains alive than most comic book movies do. Well, well let's think about this. Obadiah Stane's dead. Yeah. Uh, Whiplash is dead. <laughs> uh, Sam Rockwell oh, is in jail. Is in every... jail <laughs> with a butt buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Trevor's alive for now. Loki, Loki's alive. <laughs> Loki's alive. Easily one of the best comic book villains ever, ever. put uh, on film. Yeah, um, Red Skull, like you know, he's somewhere else. Is to be brought back later, and whatever yeah. manner they decide to bring him back in. Um, well, yeah, Loki's still alive in the Avengers. Um, well, Alexander Pierce, he's dead. Zola, Zola's probably still alive. Yeah, why not? Um, Malakith is dead. <laughs> Um, he was really cool in the comics. That's how I was disappointed that he was so. Especially yeah. when you get somebody like Chris Eccleston to play him, he could have been so much more. Because yeah, because just... I, I was surprised because like in the comics, like his whole thing is with the Cask of Ancient Winters. Mm-hmm. That was one of the. Uh, that was a cool. If you haven't read it, uh, it's part of Simonson Thor, and uh, mm-hmm. one of the cool things it did was uh, during that uh, event, like uh, 
Snow appeared not like a, a bunch of other Marvel books that took place in New York. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But uh, what else was there? The Mandarin. Well, okay. Um, we haven't seen. Just, we haven't well, seen Guy the actual Mandarin, Mandarin died. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. So. I don't know. They're about half half. Yeah. Which is fine. No, that's okay. I'll take that. But, uh, I, I guess because they figure like, well, you know, we don't kill them off, and people are like, whoa, why, why isn't he in the second movie? Yeah. Why isn't he seeking revenge? <laughs> kind of like how we were like, why isn't the Joker in Dark Knight Rises? Because he he's fucking, fucking dead. Died. Um. Let's see what else is really good. I like. I don't. Know, I, I, I don't. I really like what they did with Gamora to a certain degree. Like, I, I I've read and heard some complaints that she was sort of the the. You know, the boring guardian because she kind of had to play straight man to everybody. Yeah, I can I can see that a little bit, but I can't really complain about it. She's a deadly assassin. Yeah, I mean, she's not meant to be funny. <laughs> yeah. Even though she did well, neither was the Drax. The Drax. Was... Well, no, yeah. she had her moments, like you know, oh. the the hip sorcery thing. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Or, we're, we're just, just like, like ba- <laughs> we're just like Kevin Bacon. Bacon. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I don't. Yeah, but. Uh, I liked her. I, I thought it, uh, it was kind of interesting to realize that she showed more skin in the trailer than she actually did in the movie. Yeah. I know that was bugging you and Matt <laughs> a lot. Yeah, I thought it was funny Matt brought it up. <laughs> you know, uh, she's kind of struck gold with the, her sci-fi franchises, hasn't she? Yeah. Especially if she puts on uh, some type of paint or makeup. <laughs> I or know. Just allows digital... Costuming <laughs> or wears mocap suits, <laughs> right? Like, how does one person get so lucky? Well, I don't. Know. I guess she's just smart with her projects. Yeah. I guess. And evidently, she really wants to do Doctor Who. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. As a companion, or just well, I don't know. anything. Anything, as far mm-hmm. as I know. Um. Yeah, I I really liked her. Um. Yeah, Rocket. Rocket was great. I read like a like uh, I think I want to say it was maybe like on Grantland or somewhere else, but mm-hmm. talking about uh, the Guardians, how like uh, all of them like uh, kind of have a wounded core uh, except for Groot. You know, he's like you know, like you know, he's nothing really, st- nothing really gets him down. Uh, he's a big stick of love. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like when he gives he, the flower to the, the girl. He's the giving tree. <laughs> uh, and uh, like uh, one thing I, I think that really works is the soundtrack. Like. Uh, mm-hmm. I think, you know, starting off with that 10cc song, I'm Not In Love, you know, that really works, you know. Uh, mm. One review kind of described it like the song as, like, a ethereal, uh, wistful, uh, you know, uh, but, you know, kind of a core of hurt, which, you know, it's kind mm. of... Yeah, I feel like all the, uh, all the soundtrack choices were incredibly well done. Even the Pina Colada song. Yeah, the, it was just funny. I hate that fucking song, but <laughs> and uh, we all know it's a, the the that song is a horrible. Yeah, like the meaning in that song. If you listen to the lyrics, uh, we're cheating on each other. It's like oh, law. We happen to answer the same act. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and uh, I know this has been discussed at the Square, but I like the nod to Romero uh, with uh, the blue guy and the uh, uh, headphones. Like, oh yeah, I, I think a zombie does that in like one of the films. Uh, <laughs> and that's just, I just love when he comes back for his uh Yeah. It's almost like Indy with his hat. Mm-hmm. I can <laughs> see that. Just wallops him in the head. I love Drax's reaction. He was like at first he's like, Oh, you're you're a brave warrior and so forth. Then he realizes You are an imbecile. 
Except Drax probably had no idea what that was. Like, yeah. it could have been any item of importance. Yeah, How exactly. Dr- he was just like, "What the hell?" Well, he doesn't know what the, he doesn't know what the tape player is. Like, I don't know. I feel I like he actually understands emotional attachment to things like that, though. I don't know. Well, how would he know what it was? He'd probably be like, "What is this strange device you have?" Well, yeah, he was probably just like, "This is what you, you know, potentially gambled all our lives on." <laughs> Dave and I were talking that, like, uh, obviously uh, Peter didn't open his gift till the end of the film, uh, but do you think he opened? Up, he had read the letter before. Ah, uh... oh, that's it. Well, I think it makes sense that he may have read the letter before, just so that he did. I mean, otherwise, it's just too cutesy that she called him. Yeah, Lord. but well, David said that maybe she—that was her nickname for him. Yeah, maybe you. Oh, before. Yeah, he before, left? before she died and he left. Not maybe. Like, like she would call him Star Lord because he is, <laughs> because she knows her, his dad was a fucking alien, and because she even makes reference before your dad comes back to get you. There's actually yeah, one like, thing where they might be setting up uh, Quill's dad to not be the Emperor Spartax. Yeah. If you, uh, like, uh, uh, somebody noticed that if you look at, um, like, the, his scan mm-hmm. at the end of the movie, like, his holographic thing, mm-hmm. it's blue on top and red on the bottom and with a starburst that looks a lot like Captain Marvel. Huh. I'm not sure if that's... That's it, interesting. Yeah. So it, maybe he's Cree. Well, maybe. Which, that would make sense because, you know, uh, Ronan was able to, you know, hold the Infinity Stone briefly. I mean, you know, he mm-hmm. put it on the hammer. Yeah. yeah. We know, well, some of us know that the Krees have visited Earth because of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of, no, I was thinking of, like, with the Inhumans and in the comics. And, no, no, you know, no. <laughs> There's a, a body of a Kree in an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so. i just fucking excited that the Celestial, I mean... Because I had no idea what the fuck the head was and like from the trailers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I thought it was cool as hell. And then I got chills the first time I watched it when I saw the Celestial. Because uh, yeah, those, awesome. those are one thing in the Marvel Universe I don't want to fuck with. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things in the Universe I wouldn't want to fuck with. You know what I would like? But I'm a, he's probably taken by fucking Fantastic Four, The Washer. Yeah, that's not happening. Damn it. <laughs> Why not? Because he's in a Fantastic Four comic. Damn it. Well, it sells Adam Warlock's first appearance. There must be something wonky about that, though, like some sort of loophole. That's weird. But yeah, uh, uh, Adam Warlock stuff, like the the whole cuckoo thing in the background, like at the end of the movie, it's mm. open. So yeah, it's he's probably running around. It kind of Adam Warlock. I'm not entirely sure what the fuck he is. Cause yeah, I, me neither. I don't think he's been in like modern day. Marvel comics, and unless he popped up in the later <laughs> Annihilation stuff, I think he was in there somewhere. I, I just bought the omnibus, so I'll, I'll read it and I'll let you yeah, guys. Yeah, he know. has it too. I read the first one. He's not in that, but he may be in the second, like the conquest stuff with Ultron. Yeah. Um, but uh, he he's primarily associated with the Soul Gem, so I think that sort of nullifies my theory that Loki had the Soul Gem. He probably does have the mind one. Yeah. But you think that uh, Loki and. Uh, Ronan were being, like, mentally controlled by Thanos? Yeah, yeah. That's a good possibility. L- well, maybe not Ronan, because he... Well, yeah, yeah. Well, Ronan Lo- said, well, fuck you. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely Loki, because, like, uh, one, one thing, like, when Avengers came out, that some people pointed out, uh, you know, Loki was a lot more cooperative after, you know, he had his head hit. And, like, you know, in the movie, whenever somebody got their head knocked around when they were under control by with the staff, they snapped out of it. 
I don't like that. I don't like that because it... it takes away from Loki. Yeah, um, it takes away from Loki and it sort of forgives his actions that are... I, I, I think, like, with, based on, like, how that worked, like, with Dr. Selvig, where it's, like, you know, it takes, like, you know, one's desires and, like, heightens them. So, you know, maybe uh, Loki had a desire to fuck shit up, but, you know, maybe not in that type of scale. And then, like... Mm-hmm. Well, I don't, I don't quite get Loki's motivations for all that he does in the Avengers, so maybe... I don't know, maybe... Well, I guess we'll wait and see, maybe. Yeah. Maybe they'll delve into it. But I, I, I am curious to see if there was anything to that, or... Mm-hmm. Although, you know, uh, it was just an excuse to, you know, slam uh, Loki like a rag doll. I'm, I'm, cool <laughs> I'm with fine that. with that, too, yeah. yeah. I'll have that drink now. <laughs> yeah, the, uh... I feel like the closest the Guardians came to sort of matching that Loki slammer m- moment was in Groot stabbed all those guys at the same time was slamming them yeah. in the hallway and the look on his face afterwards. <laughs> the <laughs> big old grin. One of my favorite Groot moments is when uh, Rocket's discussing the plan and you see Groot in the background. <laughs> uh, David showed me a good uh, meme. It was of uh, Captain America talking to Bucky. <laughs> on text message. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he said, uh, uh, Hey, Buck, um... So we got these guardians from space here. Um, they're going to help us fight Thanos. But we have a raccoon here who says he needs to use your metal arm for something. <laughs> <laughs> and below it was like, yes, I really do. <laughs> yeah, that jailbreak sequence is, is, is just... It was probably one of the best action sequences that the balanced comedy at the same time. Yeah. Especially, like, with the whole foot thing going through it. Like, just that one shot, one quick shot of Chris Pratt and the guy in the room. Yeah. And he's like, you need my what? <laughs> I also like later in the movie when Rocket's like, yeah, I, I, I need that guy's robotic eye. And he, can, and he can't keep, he can barely keep his straight face. Yeah. yeah, Star-Lord calls him out and he's like, <laughs> he starts laughing. Um, <laughs> one thing I, I think that's really impressive about that film is it doesn't, it feels shorter than two hours, like, uh, when I was watching it last night, and, uh, it's like, oh, wow, this is almost over, like, when they were about to attack, uh, the Dark Aster, uh, mm-hmm. it's like, fuck, wow. <laughs> yeah, you know, one, one, it's not really a complaint, but I kind of wish we would have seen, like, the Novas have a bit more power, kind of like the, the Nova that I'm used to in the comics, you know? Well, I wonder if that's something just setting up the idea that no, the Nova Corps obviously needs to rebuild itself in some fashion. Yeah. We're going to try and do it, you know, the 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 Nova manner that we're used to. <laughs> yeah. I would like that. I, I hope so. I just like that they had John C. Riley. Uh, it, it felt like uh, with him, especially at the end, like uh, uh, with them asking what crime they could do, it it almost felt like something from Step Brothers. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, that type of idiot character. Uh, yeah. Also, I, I felt like he did bring, like, I loved when he when he told them that you know you saved my family like the way he delivered it. Yeah. There was a lot of warmth in it and a lot of you know, thankful. It was, it was a wonderfully delivered line that kind of got to me. I was mm-hmm. like, and, and I don't know, it was awesome because you know it's just a, a yeah it's a bunch of people who decided to give a damn. Yeah, and because of that. His his wife and kid are alive. And yeah. Was, yeah. I, I saw a funny uh, meme like related to Rocket from the. Uh, uh, I was like, still managed to save more people, uh, more civilians. Uh, <laughs> Doing Superman. Superman. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> a talking space wreck. <laughs> more than the last son of Krypton. <laughs> I actually heard. I, I was uh, thinking of that the uh, other day too. Uh, there were some set photos, and apparently, uh, you know, Bruce Wayne is standing outside of like a, a Wayne t- a building that's been collapsed yeah. and destroyed. <laughs> and the, the theory is that he's standing in Metropolis looking at this building, and he's like, fuck. <laughs> uh, Alfred, you remember the mail that insurance check, right? <laughs> <laughs> Alfred rolls away on his segue. It says Wayne Financial. Yeah. Is it, did it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Says so Wayne, yeah, I saw it too. <laughs> says Wayne Financial. <laughs> Batman puts on a, he You can tell with, that was Financially secure He, he puts on uh, The suit with the rubber nipples Looks down at his chest I've made a huge mistake <laughs> <laughs> Arrested that do- That do- That development That would be fun mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think another thing About this movie That helps it stand out From the other Marvel movies Is how gorgeous it is It's just that Yeah There was I, it, The colors popped Off the screen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, Attention to detail was incredible. I mean, as well. like, uh, mm-hmm. it's not scientifically accurate. Uh, well, oh, oh, no, like, uh, like, uh, like people uh, are outside of outside of oh, ships, not no, no, wearing. No, no, I'm talking anything. about like not even that stuff. I'm talking about like uh, it looked fucking awesome, like the the nebulas and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. I I didn't realize this, but you know all those gorgeous shots we see from the tumble. Yeah, they've been colorized, like uh, yeah, yeah, something yeah. Di- differentiate, like you know. But you know, it's, I really like that though because it was it, it was so pretty and it's mm-hmm. a great. And just so like, that's because the Hubble's in black and white, so mm-hmm. and I, I love it doesn't that. mean they're not actual colored like that, right? You know? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love uh, like speaking of great shots, like uh, when uh, Peter's uh, ship lands on Morag, just the mm-hmm. just like the it's like oh this is interesting, like gas coming up and mm-hmm. you, you know one one of my favorite and a shot of the celestial head. One of my favorite shots in the damn thing was in the prison. It's when they were sleeping, and Rocket gets up, and his entire face is matted yeah. to one side. Like I, I just thought that was such a minor detail that I'm, I'm glad they did. You know, like it was just like uh, oh. another great shot. Like I mentioned earlier, like the scene with Groot with the light things, uh, mm-hmm. or uh, like uh, when uh, Peter goes to save uh, Gamora, like the shot of them framed against the other ships, mm-hmm. or uh, that where he puts her his headphones on her uh, ears. That's mm-hmm. a nice. I actually read somewhere that uh, the the whole like surviving outside in space thing. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's not exactly how the movies portray it, where you're automatically gonna go blue. Mm-hmm. So there might actually be some scientific facts. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. How long oh, really? Yeah. Outside. I, I read huh. some stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. I've heard there's like you know like the stuff about explosive decompression in space, or you mm-hmm. know, rumors of that. Are, speaking of great lines. Uh, I love uh, the, the jump from uh, Drax. Like, uh, he's like, "Oh, I don't want to go here." You know, this is not a place of serious business. To yeah, oh, yeah, 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 put yeah. more liquid. <laughs> that's the sweetest thing you said. <laughs> that's, the, that's the first. Uh, the first thing you said <laughs> that isn't that shit crazy. Yeah. 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 I, 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 speaking of that bar scene, though, it's just. That that moment when Rocket, yeah, when he turns on everybody and, you're, and he's drunk and crying, and, and you're just like, "Holy fuck!" I mean, Bradley a, Cooper did a great job. There's yeah. like a really disquieting moment, like you know, you kind of under, before they, they even get that, so like when they're you know being uh, prepped for prison, cleaning all that. Mm-hmm. When you see the scars on his back, and oh like, yeah, and the cybernetic enhancements, and even at the end when he's crying because of Groot and. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
they're just sitting there and Drax is petting him. Yeah, that was sweet. Yeah, it was. I mean, I I forgot Bradley Cooper was doing Rocket Force. Yeah. yeah. I mean, after the first couple of lines, I just I I got into the movie, I got into the character, and it was just it, it, the idea that it was Bradley Cooper doing the voice just disappeared. Yeah. He he, he did a great job. And Vin Diesel did the necessary job for I Am Groot. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, we were talking about this earlier. Like, you know, he's really good at, like, you know, uh, those, like... Mm. The, the mon- monosyllabic. Syllabic. Yeah. Syllabic. Oh, like uh, the Iron Giant. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of it, you know, has got to be credited to, like, the animators for, you know, like, the you know, subtle work on, you know, the facial expressions. And then, like, you know, to Vin Diesel, like, you know, uh, the vocalization, you know, it's... Mm-hmm. He gets across a lot with very little. No, there's a guy at work complaining today about Groot. He's like, you get an actor like Vin Diesel, you only have him say three fucking lines. I was just like, yeah, yeah, technically four. Yeah, technically He changed to the tense of his verb uh, and the yeah. plurality of the pronoun. Yeah, and he, he was complaining about that. I was just like, so. I was like, Chewbacca never says any lines. Yeah, and. uh you know, one little detail I also liked was... Uh, Great actor like Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know, right? Uh, uh, when they're doing the police lineup, and, it met, and Peter Quill's there, it says, uh, implanted with Universal Translator. Okay. It was one of the things. I just thought that was neat, because I, it, it instantly gets over the language gap, if you're just paying attention yeah. to the fact that he has a Universal Translator in him. I, I, I think that was one thing I sort of liked about the movie that I didn't treat you like an idiot. Yeah. Like it didn't feel the need to spell out everything for you. Yeah. It, it allowed you to connect certain things and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the only the only moment where it's kind of like expository for the sake of being expository is when um, they first mentioned the Cree uh, Xandar Treaty, where it was just like, so this is happening. It's just, I don't know, that, that was the only bit uh, of, of stuff that felt purely expository. Mm-hmm. Except for, I guess, the collector's uh, lecture about the gems. Yeah. That seemed sort of necessary. Yeah. And I feel like it was underscored by everybody. We got to see a fucking Celestial. You shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but I felt like you know, everybody's reaction to it, sort of, like, uh, immediately Starlord and Gamora were, like, in oh shit mode. Like, yeah, like, oh. What? We... We had this. What the fuck? <laughs> right. <laughs> and evidently, in that in the collector's collection, uh, James Gunn said like you can find the entire history of the Marvel universe in there, which I think is an interesting thing. I can't wait to you be that nerd, and when I get it on DVD, going <laughs> frame by frame. Speaking of the collector, I, I saw like a really funny description. I've seen, seen multiple people call him uh, uh, Benicio del Toro returns as Jim Jarmusch. <laughs> He directed Dead Man, uh, Broken Flowers, a couple other things. Uh, mm. He has like hair like that, white hair oh, like that. And okay. yes, another <laughs> review said he was like the um, bastard child of B. Arthur and uh, Jim Jarmusch. So one thing I, I was sort of—I mean, I, I liked it when we saw the previous screening, mm-hmm. but I had no idea how other people were going to react to it. The 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 scene at the end where Ronan's on the ground, he's about to slam his pole into the ground. And then Star Lord starts dancing in front of him. Yeah, I was just like, 
some people are going to be mad at this, maybe? <laughs> it just... <laughs> it yeah. seems like such a potentially cheap way to defeat the bad guy. Yeah. By just distracting him. <laughs> See, yeah. I was kind of a dick and told Andrew that Ronan is defeated by a dance-off. <laughs> just because it's so obscure and random, he uh. would not fucking believe it. <laughs> I, I was kind of expecting, but uh, <laughs> no, like the way the way it's handled, like um, it was really cool. Uh, I thought when you said dance off, I thought that Ronan actually engaged. <laughs> I mean, then Sonny's answer is like, "What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> I love when he tries to pass off the Gamora, and Gamora's like, "No, no." no. <laughs> All right, pulling it back. <laughs> uh, How distracting you, Turd Blossom! <laughs> oh, one thing I liked is like, I liked that the Marvel film here, like. They were allowed to kind of curse, uh, like, you know, they're not... Which, you were bringing up uh, Sunday about a guy complaining about that you know, in Guardians. Yeah, somebody actually was, like, he, he, he was planning on bringing his kids to the movie, and then he watched it, and was like, I can't bring my kids to this. And he actually went through and, like, tallied the amount of curse words that are in it, and was very offended by the Jas- Jackson Pollock joke. <laughs> that was great. Well, it's just, it, it's one of those things where uh, I mean, it's a it's a masturbation joke, obviously, mm-hmm. to us. A kid's not gonna get what yeah. the fuck he's talking about, and it, or the fact that Star Lord's a whore. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just. I, I mean, I, I think it's another thing that sort of connects it to you know action comedies from the the eighties mm-hmm. to a certain degree mm-hmm. where. You know, there there is shit for the adults in there. Like, you know, we watched that Ghostbusters scene mm-hmm. Friday night where Dan Aykroyd has his pants pulled down by a ghost and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, not all the kids are going to understand what the, the hell is exactly happening. Uh, like, uh, on the Bendis board, some, uh, some people brought that up. And then they watched it again. I was like, oh my god, I completely forgot about that. You know why? Because you were a fucking kid. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck was happening? <laughs> I mean, like, even like, you know, uh, you, you saw some stuff like that, like in Iron Man 3, and it was great. Like, you know, uh, Tony, you know, openly killing, you know, minions. And it, it was like an 80s kid. It was like an, it was basically Lethal Weapon or Die Hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I quit. Uh, I hate this fucking. Jo- I hate this job. These guys right. are <laughs> but I mean, I don't. I would have brought my kid to this. Yeah, same here. I, I, I saw Batman I mean, when I was like one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, same. Right. Then you have a discussion like you know they like you know uh, what words are appropriate or not. Mm-hmm. Who gives a shit? It, it, it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, a bunch of shits and dams and. Yeah, if your kid starts to curse, you don't want him to curse. You turn to him and be like, no, no, bad. I mean, you explain that. You explain to them, like you know, that you know, certain you know words, like you know. Uh, yeah, uh, d- uh, choose your time and place. Yeah, like you know, you don't want to say shit, piss, or fuck uh, uh, at school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With you... great power comes great responsibility. If I if I allow you to curse, you've got to be responsible enough to understand when you do it. That's the. I don't know. Yeah. That's yeah. Fair I, enough. That's what I would do with a kid. Yeah, that's probably I what I'll do. I wouldn't care if you did it around me if you were at home or stuff. Yeah. But if we're in public and we're in certain situations, don't. You know, if you, if you get mad and stub your toe or you're getting the shit yeah. beat out of you in a video game, feel free. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, people complaining about, you know, stuff like that in the films. Like, you know, it's there's plenty of stuff like that and worse in the comics. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, it's like, well, what, 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 about the, what are the kids going to do? Well, I mean, there's other options. There's, like, you know, uh, uh, the cartoons uh, that, you know, have a lot of these characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I'm just like, you know, with the comics, there's like, you know, uh, comics, you know, geared toward towards kids, like all these titles, like, you know, My- The Mighty Thor, for example, I know that got canceled, but that was fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how big that Guardians of the Galaxy cartoon is going to be now. Hopefully massive. Because yeah. I'm excited. I'll watch it. <laughs> I would probably watch it. Ho- hopefully they replace the voice of Star-Lord. I haven't liked... The, it's because it's part of the cartoon universe. I haven't really liked the guy who's been doing it. Hmm. Hopefully, they make it more like Chris Pratt in the movie. Well, Chris Pratt's gonna have bit. some free time soon <laughs> since Parks and Rec is over after this season. And he's well, become know. a big yeah. time Hollywood movie star. Yeah, he's got a Jurassic Park movie next year. So I've heard I've heard him described as basically a Pokemon trainer with dinosaurs, <laughs> which sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm just picturing him playing fetch with a T-Rex and having it roll over its tongue lolling out like a dog. And, Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? I, uh, Instead, it brings back a little, like, a severed arm. <laughs> I heard a, uh, um, a radio interview he did this morning. Oh, the Dr. Dre thing? Yeah, he, he fucking just spouted off Eminem's portion of uh, Forgot About Dre. Oh, wow. Radio. He fucking had it down pat. Wow. Because he was... Uh, the guy who was hosting the uh, the show was really about... Um, being black, um, yeah. The Ed, like, you know, Chris Pratt was saying, yeah. I mean, a buddy, we used to, I mean, we basically lived out of a van in Malibu, and like the thing we'd listen to, we'd sit in the van and smoke pot and listen to the Chronic with Dr. Dre, and the guy was like, oh no way, no way, man. And then he just started rapping, and he had the entire thing, and the guy was wow. like, oh fucking shit, oh fucking shit. And oh, he wow. even had a weird thing, like they started talking about Jurassic World, and the guy was like, I really wish they would make a black dinosaur. Like, seriously, he was talking about having a, a, a Tyrannosaurus N. <laughs> a part of me was just like, this is... Poor, poor Chris Bratt was like... I'm pretty sure they didn't they didn't have black dinosaurs back then. <laughs> it was like at that moment, he was just like, I don't know how to react to this a little bit. <laughs> that, that sounds like a Pert Happily interview. Guy. Oh, speaking, speaking of which... Uh, <laughs> the complete opposite. <laughs> I don't understand uh, the uh, your, uh, your reference, but that had the cadence. But that had the cadence of a joke. Uh, there's a there's a fake NBA. There's a fake Twitter account, Perd Happily NBA. Nice. And it's yeah, it's about as good as you think it could be. Oh, sweet. Uh-huh. Uh, did you? Tony uh... Parker signed a lo- uh, contact a, lo- a long term contact contract extension, which is a thing that extends a contract. <laughs> Did you ever see the uh, deleted uh, special features for, uh, I think it was season four or five? Uh, per- there's more Pert Happily reviews along with his E.T. one. And, <laughs> and they're fucking gold. Like I, that, guy, that guy is a Simpsons character, basically. <laughs> um, did you guys see the uh, Chris Pratt interview on, uh, I think it was Jimmy Fallon last week, where he was talking about... Uh, um, how he got a, a, a note from NBC. No, it wasn't Fallon. It was Seth Meyers. Was on, yes, I'm sure. Okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, we, Dave and I talked about that today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He uh, 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 was back in the second season of uh, Parks and Rec. He flashed his uh, penis at uh, Amy Poehler for a uh, scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then he got a slap on the wrist, like, do it again, you're gone. Yeah. I can't make jokes about this, guys. I got a, I got a note that I can make jokes about this. <laughs> I thought it was, I, I thought it was Rashida Jones because like the same. Well, they're no, both no, no. in it, well, right? Yeah, but but it was Amy Poehler. Amy opened the door. door, yeah. Okay, yeah. and that was but, the shot they used. Yeah. Her reaction. 
<laughs> right, because like, uh, like uh, Andy thinks that yeah, Anne wants to get back together with him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was rewatching uh, like an episode from season four. Uh, uh, it's like you know the near the end of the election. Uh, it's like where uh, Burt Macklin's trying to figure out uh, who threw the pie, tried to throw pie Leslie, and he yeah. he draws on the screen with permanent marker, and he's like, Macklin, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Burt Macklin, I thought you were dead. Yeah, that's what the president's enemies wanted you to think. <laughs> nice. So let's see. Um, uh... I remember uh, remember the episode where. Uh, they went to Eagleton to get uh, Leslie's uh, birth certificate. Yeah. And <laughs> there's, he... a, there's a blooper and he just actually broke something. <laughs> <laughs> He's basically a golden retriever in human form. <laughs> all right. And April and Andy are basically uh, like a cat and dog who got married. Uh, all right. So let's go back to Guardians here. With, um, uh, as... We're away from the Chris Pratt love fest. <laughs> uh, what was I... I was gonna bring up Howard the Duck. That was a good bring. Up. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. How could we not bring up Howard the Duck? That, that surprised me. I mean, honestly, I thought Thanos was gonna pop up during the end credit scene just because he sort of leaves during the middle of the movie after yeah. Ronan says "fuck you." He's, he has one scene, two scenes. Yeah, so I thought he was just gonna come back and I don't know, set up something. But no, it's just Howard the Duck. Yeah, which is funny. But apparently, just sort of like. Okay, but it Maybe does. Uh, Post credit scene does set up Adam Warlock because you see uh, the cocoon yeah. broken. Yeah. Like even I think Gunn was like nobody's paying attention to the important part of that scene. <laughs> why do you th- why do you let that thing lick you? <laughs> I like that <laughs> James Gunn said that uh, Benicio del Toro probably doesn't realize that he's in a scene with Howard the Duck because <laughs> 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 like they did that during post production after they filmed it yeah. and uh, like even they de- must have decided it really late on because Benicio had seen a cut of the movie and that was still wasn't finished. <laughs> oh, wow. Which I want, makes me wonder, hell, was it even finished when we saw the damn thing? Uh, I heard that, like, uh, well, it probably was, I saw that, like, uh, post-production said it had wrapped uh, July 7th, I'm not uh, sure how. Okay. I mean, yeah, they cast Thanos as, well, they, they got James Brolin not too long before the, uh, the movie came out. Tr- Josh Brolin? What did I say? You said James? James Rowland, sorry. His daddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, Josh Brolin. Um, I heard he also did the mocap for uh, Thanos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What did you think of uh, him as Thanos? I liked it. Yeah, I had no I complaints, mean, I, I mean. Yeah, I liked that they didn't, like... Have him do anything? Well, oversell it. Yeah. Like, he wasn't, he wasn't chewing scenery at all. Mm-hmm. No. He was, I don't know, he, he was suitably badass, where, like... Uh, especially after Ronan like snapped that thing's neck and he turned around, he still managed to own that situation. He snapped Wesley's neck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I wonder if that thing's because I thought that was supposed to be a nihilist or something. Or like no, his was... name was just the other, I think. Yeah. 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 Like, maybe, probably... maybe people just thought it because it looked like the annihilation wave or something was coming out of the por- portal. No. Now, if anybody was owned by Fox, I would think it would be a nihilist. Yeah, that's true. Remember when he killed Johnny Storm? He's a prick. <laughs> Remember when he didn't kill Johnny Storm? <laughs> just captured him. Everybody just thought he was dead. And then he came back to have a really good issue of, with of the FF with... Oh, yeah, where he shit on somebody's toilet. Yeah. There was that great one-page spread of a nihilist on a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and Peter's. It was Peter's toilet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking Jonathan Hickman. Fucking nihilist. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I think that's one thing that's missing from Jonathan Hickman's Avengers run. The humor? Yeah. The lack thereof humor? Because he did a great job of balancing that in Fantastic Four. I agree. And Avengers is just straight kind, up. Kind of drab. It's kind of... Yeah, it's just straight up serious shit all the time. I mean, I, I like what they're doing right now with the whole time gem thing. Oh, I agree. I, I think I, I think the new fucking new Avengers is dark as shit. That's fascinating. I love that. Yeah. That is a great, great study on like the, the, the morality of what those people are dealing yeah. with. I, I Especially agree. when they're put up against the, the Justice League, essentially. Mm-hmm. And Superman's like, no, you always gotta find a way. Like he, he gives a speech that's the complete opposite of what Reed Richards gave at the beginning of the mm-hmm. series. I mean, that's just, that whole thing is just a great piece of writing. Yeah. Avengers kind of lacks. New Avengers has been uh, yeah. the entire way through. Well, uh, I don't know, just it, coming from Bendis' Avengers. Oh, to, yeah. It's just kind of like, well. From the quip a minute? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're making fucking jokes when they're fighting ninjas. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Everyone's a fucking Hickman standard hasn't comedian. done a, a, a lunch table scene where the team is just sitting around eating lunch. <laughs> <laughs> no, no issues of Daredevil just eating sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, as, as much as, as, much as I, I am enjoying Hickman's round on the books, I do miss Bendis'. I do. Yeah. But we got X Men now, so yeah, yeah, I know, I know, it's great, and Guardians. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, what else I was gonna bring up? I, I was thinking ahead to how I, I would sort of like Marvel to handle things like, from from this point on, like yeah, well, from like, Avengers two after. Well, we have, you know, Guardians two is gonna come out in twenty seventeen. Yeah. I would sort of like in like twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um. If they could do, like... Because uh, I feel as if eventually the Guardians and the Avengers are going to meet up. Yeah. And I would really like that to be more... Uh, instead of just making it one movie, mm-hmm. make it like a two-parter. Like oh, that'd a good be old nice. crossover. Yeah. Where, like, one is a Guardians movie and one is the Avengers. And it's like the first one is them meeting and then the, the then they have to go deal with Thanos and the Infinity Gauntlet or yeah. something. Just like, just for that year, it's just those two movies. Uh, that'd be nice. That, the uber climax to everything. Yeah. Would be, I don't know, I, I would really like that. That'd be, that'd be awesome. That'd be the shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I even was thinking of like, what if they just had that one tie-in movie? Which took place at the same time, and all the events from this big event are happening in the background. <laughs> that would be kind of funny. Um, Chris Pratt made a good point. You know, as much as like the Avengers and Guardians meet up, you know, it might be difficult to balance like with ten, ten or more people. Yeah, true. But maybe I don't. Yeah, especially since Joss is. Adding like four characters this next one. Yeah, I know, right? I am Groot. But who knows? Maybe someone will die before then. Steve! <clears throat> okay. <America. laughs> okay. That motherfucker's dead. <laughs> that would, I, don't, I, I feel as if maybe they could, like, I don't know, send out. Who would be. If, if you had to send out the. Uh, uh, Thor, I want to see Thor and Peter Quill hang out together. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who would you want to send out in the space? Thor would be obvious. Yeah. Hulk. Thor, Hulk, Tony. Hey, which one of those have been a member of the Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy? I, I don't, like, I feel... Which which one of them has had an adventure in space? <laughs> on a planet? All of them? Hulk. <laughs> Scar. But maybe if they just kept it down to, uh, yeah, Cap, Hulk, Thor, Tony, and uh, Black Widow. 
like just have send them out into space to meet up with the Guardians, that would work. Yeah. I mean, I'm leaving out Hawkeye, but at this point in time... He's probably dead. Well, not probably dead, it's just that he doesn't have a lot to do. I think he's going to die in the Avengers few. Why do you think he's going to die? Because Josh said he's going to kill an Avenger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it makes sense. Cap's kill be... Vision really quick. Could kill Vision really quick. Could have him ripped in half by She-Hulk. And then he just comes back as Jarvis. Yeah, man. Uh, it works. Yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, Cap is piloting the Quinjet. I have a leap on the, on the wind. Watch out. <laughs> it's Yondu's uh, arrow thing. We haven't talked about Yondu. Yeah, Michael. we haven't. Rooker. 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 Um, <laughs> he was having fun. That was, he was awesome as Meat. That. Oh, sorry. Wrong okay, James yeah. movie. <laughs> but, uh, I love Slither. Have I mentioned that? I love that movie. <laughs> But yeah, him and his fucking little arrow thing was awesome. Well, and I like how they've taken him from the comics where he was an archer. Mm. And yeah, I just I don't I, like when he when he crash lands during the final fight and mm. they, he's surrounded. I honestly thought for a minute that he was gonna tell the Ravagers to uh, you know lead the Nova Corps and, and well turn on him or whatever because mm. that seemed like the type of thing that character would do. Yeah, and then he pulls out that arrow thing and just starts whistling it around. I'm like, holy shit, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was legitimately surprised by that, because I really thought it was going to go that way, because it would have raised the stakes and would have, I don't know, made it seem all the more desperate. And then he's like, no, fuck you all. And he just kills all those guys. And it's like, that is great. Oh, I agree. <laughs> That's the shit. Yeah. And I, I loved how, like, he, he seems like a total asshole at the beginning. And then by the end of it, like, even when, uh, uh, you know... Um, Star-Lord sort of, you know, fucks him over and doesn't give him the gem. Yeah. You know, Star-Lord still gives him, like, a little figurine thing to yeah. put on his chair. And it's, like, the big smile on his face is just, like, uh, I heard, I heard, I read somebody, like, refer to him as, like, you know, Star-Lord's uncle or something. Like, yeah. his crazy redneck uncle. Well, Star-Lord <laughs> even mentions he's the only family he really yeah. has, so. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. I, I, I'm glad that they didn't make him, like, purely antagonistic. Mm -hmm. Like, he was... I don't know. It, it makes the whole relationship between the two a bit more, you know, realistic. It, it's not just purely one-sided yeah. or something. I like that. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So, what... Now, the doors have been blown off. Marvel now, in everyone's mind, has no limits to what they can do. Where do you want to see them go? Well, I think Ant-Man's going to be like Icarus flying too close to the sun. <laughs> yeah. Man, that might be interesting, yeah. I don't, uh, did you, did I tell you, well, have you heard about the, the uproar about Jana Van Dyne? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about it last week. Yeah, I wasn't, yeah, 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 okay, sorry. Um, yeah. I, it does kind of seem silly to, you know, not have a founding Avenger, but... Who knows? She could still be the yeah. wasp. Yeah. You know, like there's nothing that definitively definitively says that she can't still be. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't. There's a part of me that wants to be dismissive of that movie, but at the same time, they haven't put out a bad movie yet. Yeah, I know. And I really doubt that Feige would specifically. I mean, even if they had spent like a, a shit ton of money already in pre-production on Ant Man. Mm -hmm. I really doubt he would purposely put out a bad product at this moment. Yeah. 
he 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 probably he, he must believe that they're going to put out a good movie. Mm-hmm. If he believes they're going to put out a good movie, then it probably will be good. Yeah. It may not be as unique. Yeah, it, or or it, it may have been better in some manner under Edgar Wright, mm-hmm. but I still believe that ultimately it's going to be entertaining. Yeah. yeah. It, it just I don't have I don't have much excitement for it at the moment. You know. Maybe that'll change once we get a trailer or mm-hmm. or something, but you know, the level of excitement I had with Edgar attached to it was through the roof. Now mm-hmm. I'm just kinda like eh. Your cast is good. I mean and I sort of like the I am Groot. I'm not even a, I'm not even that big of a Paul Rudd fan, so I'm just kinda like eh. No, I was excited when it was cast. He's Bobby like... Newport is <laughs> Ant Man. <laughs> Amy Polaris uh, is Captain Marvel. <laughs> that, 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 it could work. It, it, I, Katie Sackhoff. Katie Sackhoff, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, but I, I, I sort of like that they're going, like, they are trying to make a different movie with it, though, like, uh, from the sounds of it, it's a heist movie. Yeah. It's not meant to be, like, a superhero movie. It's just mm-hmm. a heist movie where a guy can talk to ants. Yeah. Which it goes with how they've dealt with the majority of their movies since the Avengers, where they try to explicitly make them sort of different genres. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm glad that they're doing that. They, yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's probably going to be a good movie. Mm. So I'm not too worried about it. So with that, we already know that Do- uh, Doctor Strange is also in development. Mm-hmm. I think that should be uh, almost a horror film. Well, they got a horror director to do it. Yeah, so... so. Um, who else would I... Captain Marvel, um, with Katie Sagoff. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they they keep on bringing up Black Panther. Yeah. Which would be... The, I think cool. it's you know, past due. You know it would be a uh, good Black Panther? He's probably too old for it at this point, though. Hmm. It's yourself. Oh, Daniel Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, or, um... Isaiah Mustafa? I, he'd be good, too, uh, but also he might be too old, too. Uh, He's almost cast as Drax. Who's in the running for Drax? Really? Yeah. Hmm. I would. I would actually like to have seen that. I mean, I like Batista, but like that—that would have been cool. Uh, I don't know. I like if they would have gone with like. Well, this is gonna sound weird, but I kind of like Batista's body type for mm-hmm. more. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He looks, he looks more like a bruiser. Yeah. Uh, well, the cast of Guardians was almost completely different than what we got. It's quite intriguing of mm-hmm. who was kind of um, after uh, the roles. Lee Pace actually auditioned for Star Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was offered, it was offered to fucking Robin. Yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was initially offered the role. He turned it down. To do Sin City, which was, eh, <laughs> might have been a mistake. Well, I don't know. He may have been like, I'm fucking Batman. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jensen Ackles was also up for the role, which would have been... That would have been interesting. Yeah. I think he could have pulled it off just as well as Pratt did. Um, Let's see. Uh, oh, uh, I was thinking who might be good for uh, Black Panther. Uh, Brian Blake is the name, but he... Uh, the actor uh, who played uh, James Brown and oh that guy yeah, yeah, yeah. how about Chiwetel Ejiofor oh yeah he'd be good too ooh ooh that's sexy yeah <laughs> <laughs> god that would be awesome and, that guy is such oh, a great fucking I agree. actor that oh I love the hell out of that <laughs> and uh, they do like you know the he might be a Fantastic Four villain though but like uh, the right ape the Russian guy the red ape guy with the monkeys uh, mm. oh uh, yeah, uh, you know, you could play you could play him. Hmm. Um, damn, I'm drawing a blank on his name though. But uh, 
he was uh, Uli and uh, the Big Lebowski, the Russian. And mm. That Peter. actor, uh, what the fuck is his name? Peter something. He's a, a Swedish guy, I think. Or... I, if I'm thinking about the same person, I think he's in S.H.I.E.L.D. this season. Damn it! <laughs> yeah. Damn it! Damn it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I mean, he's such a fun character yeah, actor. I, I, I think he's playing a villain in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. this year. So... Um, but you know, it's possible they might be wrapping it, wrapping up the Black Panther because of uh, the promo photo for, photo for Avengers Two, the Shattered Shield. You know, yeah. adamantium. You can even probably ever adamantium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't. I, I kind of hope they leave the sequels behind for the most part. I mean, yeah, they already announced Cap Three, but well, no, Feige specifically stated that the way he wants to do it mm. is. Um, I mean, this obviously is kind of up in the air for the years with uh, three movies in it. Yeah. But he wanted to do, like, one original movie and one sequel a year. Yeah. Um, which is probably a great way to do it. Yeah, honestly. probably. Probably, yeah. yeah that, like, you know, next year we get Avengers, and 